Section 18 of Something Childish and Other Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Black Cap by Catherine Mansfield. She, read by Eva Davis. He, read by Nima. Servant, manager, read by Honoria. Narrated by Rob Marland. A lady and her husband are seated at breakfast. He is quite calm, reading the newspaper and eating, but she is strangely excited, dressed for travelling, and only pretending to eat. Oh, if you should want your flannel shirts, they are on the right-hand bottom shelf of the linen press. He, at a board meeting of the Meat Export Company. No. You didn't hear what I said. I said, if you should want your flannel shirts, they're on the right-hand bottom shelf of the linen press. I quite agree. It does seem rather extraordinary that on the very morning that I am going away you cannot leave the newspaper alone for five minutes. My dear woman, I don't want you to go. In fact, I've asked you not to go. I can't for the life of me, see? You know perfectly well that I am only going because I absolutely must. I've been putting it off and putting it off, and the dentist said last time... Good, good. Don't let's go over the ground again. We've thrashed it out pretty thoroughly, haven't we? Cab's here, ma'am. Please put my luggage in. Very good, ma'am. She gives a tremendous sigh. <sighs> You haven't got too much time if you want to catch that train. I know. I'm going. Darling, don't let us part like this. It makes me feel so wretched. Why is it that you always seem to take a positive delight in spoiling my enjoyment? I don't think going to the dentist is so positively enjoyable. You know, that's not what I mean. You're only saying that to hurt me. You know you are begging the question. <laughs> and you're losing your train. You'll be back on Thursday evening, won't you? Yes, on Thursday evening. Goodbye, then. Comes over to him and takes his head in her hands. Is there anything really the matter? Do at least look at me. Don't you care at all? My darling girl, this is like an exit on the cinema. She, letting her hands fall. Very well. Goodbye gives a quick, tragic glance round the dining-room, and goes. On the way to the station. How strange life is. I didn't think I should feel like this at all. All the glamour seems to have gone somehow. Oh, I'd give anything for the cab to turn round and go back. The most curious thing is that I feel if he really had made me believe he loved me, it would have been much easier to have left him. But that's absurd. How strong the hay smells. It's going to be a very hot day. I shall never see these fields again. Never. Never. But in another way, I am glad that it happened like this. It puts me so finally, absolutely in the right forever. He doesn't want a woman at all. A woman has no meaning for him. He's not the type of man to care deeply for anybody except himself. I've become the person who remembers to take the links out of his shirts before they go to the wash. That is all. And that's not enough for me. I'm young. I'm too proud. I'm not the type of woman to vegetate in the country and rave over 
our own lettuces what you have been trying to do ever since you married me is to make me submit to turn me into your shadow to rely on me so utterly that you'd only to glance up to find the right time printed on me somehow as if i were a clock you have never been curious about me you never wanted to explore my soul no you wanted me to settle down to your peaceful existence oh how your blindness has outraged me how i hate you for it i am glad thankful thankful to have left you i'm not a green girl i'm not conceited but i do know my powers it's not for nothing that i've always longed for riches and passion and freedom and felt that they were mine by right she leans against the buttoned back of the cab and murmurs you are a queen let mine be the joy of giving you your kingdom she smiles at her little royal hands i wish my heart didn't beat so hard it really hurts me tires me so and excites me so it's like someone in a dreadful hurry beating against a door this cab is only crawling along we shall never be at the station at this rate hurry hurry my love i am coming as quickly as ever i can yes i am suffering just like you it's dreadful isn't it unbearable this last half hour without each other oh god the horse has begun to walk again why doesn't he beat the great strong brute of a thing our wonderful life we shall travel all over the world together the whole world shall be ours because of our love oh be patient i am coming as fast as i possibly can ah now it's downhill now we really are going faster an old man attempts to cross the road get out of my way you old fool he deserves to be run over dearest dearest i'm nearly there only be patient at the station uh, put it in a first-class milker there's plenty of time after all a full ten minutes before the train goes no wonder he's not here i mustn't appear to be looking for him but i must say i'm disappointed i never dreamed of being the first to arrive i thought he would have been here and engaged a carriage and bought papers and flowers how curious i absolutely saw in my mind a paper of pink carnations he knows how fond i am of carnations but pink ones are not my favorites i prefer dark red or pale yellow he really will be late if he doesn't come now the guard has begun to shut the doors whatever can have happened something dreadful perhaps at the last moment he has shot himself i could not bear the thought of ruining your life but you are not ruining my life ah where are you i shall have to get into the carriage who is this that's not him it can't be yes it is what on earth has he got on his head a black cap but how awful he's utterly changed what can he be wearing a black cap for i wouldn't have known him how absurd he looks coming towards me smiling in that appalling cap my darling i shall never forgive myself but the most absurd tragic comic thing happened they get into the carriage i lost my hat it simply disappeared i had half the hotel looking for it not a sign so finally in despair i had to borrow this from another man who was staying there 
the train moves off you're not angry tries to take her in his arms don't we're not even out of the station yet great god what do i care if the whole world were to see us tries to take her in his arms my wonder my joy please don't i hate being kissed on trains oh very well you are angry it's serious you can't get over the fact that i was late if you only knew the agony i suffered how can you think i could be so small-minded i am not angry at all then why won't you let me kiss you <laughs> you look so different somehow almost a stranger he jumps up and looks at himself in the glass anxiously and fatuously she decides but it's all right isn't it oh quite all right perfectly all right <laughs> she begins to laugh and cry with rage they arrive she while he gets a cab i must get over this it's an obsession it's incredible that anything should change a man so i must tell him surely it's quite simple to say don't you think that now you are in the city you had better buy yourself a hat but that will make him realize how frightful the cap has been and the extraordinary thing is that he doesn't realize it himself i mean if he has looked at himself in the glass and doesn't think that cap too ridiculous how different our points of view must be how deeply different i mean if i had seen him in the street i would have said i could not possibly love a man who wore a cap like that i couldn't even have got to know him he isn't my style at all she looks round everybody is smiling at it well, i don't wonder the way it makes his ears stick out and the way it makes him have no back to his head at all the cab is ready my darling they get in he tries to take her hand the miracle that we two should be driving together so simply like this she arranges her veil he tries to take her hand very ardent i'll engage one room my love oh no of course you must take two but don't you think it would be wiser not to create suspicion i must have my own room to herself <laughs> you can hang your cap behind your own door she begins to laugh hysterically ah thank god my queen is her happy self again at the hotel yes sir i quite understand i think i've got the very thing for you sir kindly step this way he takes them into a small sitting-room with a bedroom leading out of it this would suit you nicely wouldn't it and if you liked we could make you up a bed on the sofa oh admirable admirable the manager goes but i told you i wanted a room to myself what a trick to play upon me i told you i did not want to share a room how dare you treat me like this she mimics admirable admirable i shall never forgive you for that oh god what is happening i don't understand i'm in the dark why have you suddenly on this day of days ceased to love me what have i done tell me she sinks on the sofa <sighs> very tired if you do love me please leave me alone i i only want to be alone for a little very well 
i shall try to understand i do begin to understand i'll go out for half an hour and then my love you may feel calmer he looks round distracted what is it my heart you are sitting on my cap she gives a positive scream and moves into the bedroom he goes she waits a moment and then puts down her veil and takes up her suitcase in the taxi yes waterloo she leans back ah oh, i have escaped I've escaped i shall just be in time to catch the afternoon train home oh it's like a dream i'll be home before supper i'll tell him that the city was too hot or the dentist away what does it matter i've a right to my own home it will be wonderful driving up from the station the fields will smell so delicious there's cold fowl for supper left over from yesterday and orange jelly i have been mad but now i am sane again oh my husband nineteen seventeen end of section eighteen